dreamers or seekers creatives thank you for joining us once again for another segment of dear creator today i am bringing in a beauty a jewel one who gives me energy and joy anytime that i see her a person that hugs like me <laughs> and knows truly what it means to um to love and love genuinely right to one who enjoys friendship and honors friendship um, it is the head dreamer herself, Miss Tamisha of Baked Dreams Creations. Hey, girl! Hi. <laughs> yeah. I am super excited to have her um, on with me. Y'all, I think my elbow bashes. Forgive me, okay? Um, <laughs> but I'm super excited to have her because she is the one that... She doesn't know this, so she's about to find out too. That prompted Dear Creators. I was on Facebook one day, and um, I can't even tell you what the post was. But when she did it, I just started, I started writing. And then I just basically created a whole interview centering around her. I told y'all on the other week that it was Martinez who was like, hey, um, when you gonna let me get on the podcast? Well, I want to get on the podcast, and I didn't know uh what or how it was going to usher him in but it was because of tamisha that um her ideas her prompting her love just putting it out there on social media i was like dear creator and it didn't leave me it did <laughs> the thought didn't leave me i slept on it i prayed about it and then i woke up out of my sleep and i started getting downloads about it so y'all thank tamisha for dear creators <laughs> I know she like no, too much pressure, too much <laughs> but no, really, you are the reason um, behind or the fuel that's behind dear creators for me. God be the glory. So, um, geez, I don't know what it is about this whole segment, but it makes me really emotional. Okay, I'll be ready to cry because so much has come out of it already, and we've only been birthed for a couple of weeks. Okay, so Tamisha, she is who I consider, again, she's a someone who I consider as a friend to the end. She's a mom of three wonderfully smart, talented, handsome fellas. Again, she is a head dreamer for <laughs> Baked Dreams Creations and that, so it's a um, she's a baker, right? Also a chef. Well, we ain't gonna, we, we waiting for her to open up her restaurant here in the city of Milwaukee, but even if the dear Lord takes her out of the city of Milwaukee and puts her somewhere else, we're going to be ready for those cookies, okay? She is the individual who I said, hey, I want to run some ideas by you um, a couple of years ago. And she's like, okay, yeah, cool, we'll meet and cook the whole breakfast, y'all. <laughs> Desserts, the whole shebang. And truly, I was like, oh my gosh, all I did was ask for a meeting. <laughs> But she showed love and she just, she showed up. So, hey, again, hey, thank Hi. you for being here. Hi, it's my <laughs> pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
<laughs> indeed, indeed. I'm go go ahead. I'm gonna let you um, introduce yourself all over. Oh my again. goodness, you've done That's such good. an amazing job already. <laughs> I don't really have too much to add to that. I really, I thank you for that that introduction. I'm a little taken <laughs> from that, but no, I am. Um, I'm Tamisha. I am the uh, owner and operator of Big Dream Creation, a local baking company here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I am a proud mother of two beautiful, uh, three beautiful boys, um, Evan, Xavier, and Ethan. They are my joy and they are um, my reasoning for actually keeping going in, in this whole entrepreneurial thing. Um, when I need a when I need a reason, those are my three reasons why. So yeah, I am um, I am just here to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to grow. I'm learning just like everybody else. So, the, you know, that your introduction was was great. I, it's probably a little, little more. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really a chef though, y'all. I just been love cooking a lot. Not comma yet. <laughs> so we all have our love languages, right? Food, I believe, is one of hers. And so she cares for you and she cooks for you and all the things y'all better appreciate. Okay. Slime me. Cause that's that's real. <laughs> you don't get people that do that and know how to do it and do it well. Okay. She uh she knows how to execute. Okay. Right. She knows how to bring your taste buds to life. Uh-huh. Her um bake her her baked goods actually look like her pictures, okay. <laughs> So it's, it's important, right? Let's, let's just go ahead and get that out there. Yeah. But I'm going to share with you. I actually, I'm going to quote you um, on what it is that you said that, again, prompted your creators. You said, I'm super proud of me. I'm always told I make it look easy. But all that is, is me consistently making a choice to not be a victim of my circumstances. I don't dwell. I check my focus and stay there. So it was that. And I was like, oh, she, I don't even know if she knows this. I know she knows that I did or that I do insights to strength or that I host insights to strength. But that is the uh i am not my circumstance or not being um not living by what your circumstances are right is the whole reason why insights to strength was worth because i wanted to be a reminder to other people that no your circumstances are just what you are in you do not have to dwell there we have to learn to pick ourselves back up or get around people who give you the fuel to you know what live again right until you can gain that strength for yourself right um and again so you 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 were already behind the mission and not knowing it. So I'm grateful to God for that matter, right? Thank you. And so when I seen that quote, I literally started drawing up all of what I wanted it to look like. I started dreaming what a flyer should be and how she should be placed on that flyer. Um, I didn't do the flyer exactly how <laughs> I dreamt it because I didn't do it. I had mm -hmm. someone else to, but they understood the assignment as well. Amen. So whoop whoop to uh, my designer. <laughs> oh, I created a designer for that. Um, but to being consistent in making a choice about not dwelling on your circumstances, that's not easy, right? It's, it's truly not the faint of heart because you're dealing with your emotions, you're dealing with your mental, right? You're really de dealing with the just with your spirit, 
Um, so tell me what that process is like for you or what, what made you post that? I, okay. So that, that is, it comes from a place of everyone. Again, people look at me and a lot of times, you know, you get that, um, you know, people don't, they won't ask, you know, if you need help or, you know, are you okay or anything like that? And it's because they feel like you're good, you know, and, and I often hear you make it look easy, you make everything look easy. So we don't think that, you know, you're struggling or that you need anything because you make things look easy. And I'm like, do I make things look easy or am I just choosing not to be a victim of, my circumstances or the things that are going on and you know a lot of times when people go through stuff you it's all over them mm -hmm. it's just all over them they they um they let you see it and 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 we can't get away from that a lot a lot of times I, when our emotions especially if you wear you know your emotions on your sleeve a lot of times you know you really can't get out of that sometimes mm -hmm. it's just it, it's just what it is but do you dwell there are you are you okay with, you know, having people that are just, you know, are you okay about all of this stuff because you enjoy that, you know, attention in, in some, in some sense. I, for one, hate feeling like a victim. I hate a pity party. I hate everything that's associated with it. So instead of staying in that place where, you know, I'm going to be, you know, kind of wallowing and it's going to be like this woe is me thing. I I'm very intentional about moving out of that space because I don't want to, I don't want to be there. This sucks. I hate it. I don't like how this feels. It's making mm -hmm. me feel this way and that I don't like it, but what am I going to do to get out of it? That's it. And, and then, so it's that forward thinking. It's that, mm -hmm. that thinking that those things that you need to do to really push yourself out of that and it's not easy and this is something that um and i'll be actually i'm gonna be speaking about this very topic again soon very ah, soon okay. but um, but one of the things um as i was kind of breaking down how i do it it's it's really a practice and i've been doing it for years okay. i didn't start off i didn't start off like this i started off really pitiful and uh about mm -hmm. stuff and I, but I hated the feeling and I was like, okay, now I'm more solution driven. And it's like, okay, yes, this is an issue, but how do I get, how do I solve this? How do I get to the next step so that I don't have to continue to focus on this? And um, because I've had so many things happen in my life that has put me in the place of where I could have dwelled if I wanted to and right. people around me would have understood because rightfully right. It would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, we understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't okay with that. So um, I started checking what I was focused on. Mm. And that was like one of the big, one of the big things like, okay, what are you, if you choose to stay focused on this circumstance, this situation, this bad thing, you're going to stay there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's legit. I, um... that's, how, that's how it works. Right. So what I started doing is saying, okay, this, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. Let me start focusing on where I want to be versus where I'm at. Yeah. 
I I know this is the, but this isn't this isn't the end all be all. So let me. I know that I am building a company. I know that the so instead of me focusing on the fact that I just lost my job, mm-hmm. let me focus on the fact that yes, you lost your job, but you're also building a company, and these are the things you need to do to build that. So you can dwell on this, but you're mm-hmm. not. That's not going to help anything. You're not going to get anywhere there. And mm-hmm. it just is an active practice of forward thinking and Absolutely. being solution driven, um, and not not being caught up in your feelings. Yes. I have this saying where I'm like, feel your feels, but don't stay there. <laughs> I tell that all the time. I tell people that yes. all the time. Feels. About the toughest of things, I tell people that all the time. Yeah. Feel what you need to feel. That's totally okay. No one's saying yes. that that you shouldn't feel or try to cut your feelings off. Feel that. You need right. to. You're human. Right. You're after a human. But when you are year after year after year, dealing with those same emotions or that same stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you got to start to be accountable for yourself and say, you? do I, am I really just comfortable being here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might just be comfortable being here. And that's where you really, those are those tough conversations that we have to have with ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes we don't want to. Mm-hmm. And that that's that, that's that accountability. That's that really opening your eyes to see what the bigger picture is. And a lot of times it's us. We're our own hindrances a lot of times. Come through. Come on, jump right in with it. <laughs> Cause it, people are. We we are. So I like that you said that that we ought to be accountable, not only for what may have happened. It's like go ahead, acknowledge that thing. But again, right. moving on, moving on, how we're going to get to the next point. Yeah. I also kind of heard you say without you saying it, is still count the same those 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 small wins. I live by that. And just the regard of, you know what? Okay, yep, I lost my job because I've been there too. And man, we thank God for the testimonies. Um, I've been there a couple of times, but it was like, but I get to do this now with my time, right? Okay. Like you said, I'm building, you're building a whole company. Mm-hmm. So now I get to utilize my focus for something I actually want to do. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we we have, uh, we like our, well, we initially, we like our jobs, but we don't always love our jobs, right? right. Because- right. I can't tell you how many uh, jobs I have been on where I found myself creating for me outside of them and where I just kind of knew, like, I'm not going to be working for people forever. I I, I, I don't. Um, Office spaces don't... don't encourage my creativity. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm doing, I'm, I'm writing, I'm journaling. I got other thoughts, big ideas, <laughs> right? So we process love. Yeah, they don't so, really support that, free, that creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's super important for what it is um, that we do. So with that being said, as a creative, right, as a baker, because like I said, mm-hmm. that's a whole love. I consider that to be a whole love language for you. Yeah. What are um, What is something that you do to protect your mental? Or what are some things? It doesn't have to be one thing. For me, yeah. I blow bubbles. Okay. <laughs> as simple as it is, I love mm-hmm. to blow bubbles. I did it right before we even hopped on here. Or I'll do a couple of games of boggles to decompress when mm-hmm. I have those very, very tough days. Or mm-hmm. go for a walk. People work out. Whatever it is. What yeah. What is it something that you do to protect your mental? So um, this is going to sound like kind of like cliche or whatever. But one of the biggest things I pray um that's that's really that's it i can't i can't get around giving god the credit for why my mental is where it is because 
honestly, I should be somewhere depressed and crazy, but I'm not. So I can't get around that. That is one of my biggest things. Like if I am really, really in, and it, and it's not always that, you know, where I'm able to like, you know, get down on my, like, it's really just keeping myself. I have a scripture that I quote to myself often when I know my thoughts are all over the place and it is um, in Philippians four and eight. And I remember that I keep that in my heart. And when I'm thinking about all this stuff that I know I shouldn't be thinking about, I start thinking on these things. I keep telling myself, think on these things to make sure you're not thinking right. Your focus is off. And so, so I, I do that. Um, I do that often for myself when I know my focus is off. And then I'm always looking for like some sort of help, like that healthy thing. Cause a lot of times, you know, when we are in um, some sort of rut, sometimes those, the outlets that we choose aren't the healthiest mm-hmm. and they just won't help us. They mm-hmm. are like temporary fixes, but we still are in the same place. So I'm mm-hmm. often looking for those healthy ways to support my mental and that might look like um, just making sure I stay balanced. I'm really busy. So that looks like for me, sometimes going, um, catching dinner or lunch with one of my friends. I know I'm, I need to get out the house and right. being in this house isn't, I'm not feeling like I'm helping myself at all. So, you know what? It's literally, hey, girl, what you doing? You want to go get sushi? You want to go get like something like that where I know I can be out of the house. I can be around, you know, other positive energy. Um I'm not really a I'm not really a TV watcher, but like as of lately, I've been like kind of finding little things that I like that you know might be you know <laughs> 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 keep me uh, distracted. And you know, really, it my my willingness and my drive to just like I don't want to be here. Like I don't like being sad. I like being mm-hmm. happy. So I love. I like I like traveling a lot. Yes. If I can't if I can't get on the plane like I want, one thing that's gonna make me absolutely happy is driving over to Chicago and eating okay. and coming right back. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's not, simple fix. This is a fix. We get out of here. It's not. It's not even that change of scenery for me helps a lot. Like change of scenery, like getting out of my house, getting out of the norm and just a whole different scene and environment. Mm-hmm. And Chicago gives me a quick burst of that because I can go over there, stay over there for a couple of hours and come right back. And I have gotten this whole like change. And now I'm, whoo, okay, now I can go. <laughs> now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to face stuff again. Okay, cool. Yes. You know? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So who's... um. How important, I'll phrase it in this regard, like how important is it for you to have other people around you? Let's say, you know what, my crown may be a little bit crooked crooked today. Who do you have in your space? And you don't have to name names, mm-hmm. right? Um, but how, how important is that for you to have people around you that even when we take the trip to Chicago or go for the walk after prayer and all of that, that mm-hmm. helps you to adjust back and reminding you, you know what, you may be going through, through this, but this is what you've already done and accomplished. Um, mm-hmm. because I'm a, a big person or a believer in that people who you have in your circle matter and mm-hmm. not everyone has access to me. They just don't. Um, it's one of the ways I protect my peace, you know, um, 
and if something is off, I can probably point to the person and or the situation. I need to be able to do that so mm -hmm. I can thump you or it <laughs> right back out the way. So yeah. who does that or what does that for you outside of Chicago? So that's a tricky one for me. I am typically how I've handled things is I, I prefer to, if it's something heavy, to deal with it by myself. Understood. Um, what I have... I had to find balance in that because what I started, what I would do um, is I would isolate myself mm -hmm. so that I could refocus. Mm -hmm. And what that looked like on the outside is to me, she's acting funny. Mm -hmm. From the inside, what I was doing is getting myself to a quiet space where I didn't have any distractions, any interruptions, any, anything. And getting my mental back together because I feel it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. When that, when I'm doing that, having a lot of outside people influences isn't, wasn't always the best for me because, mm -hmm. because people know me to be like, you know, super upbeat and this is this when I'm going through that, that's not my personality. And you might not understand that. So I, would isolate myself yes. but what what happened with that was that it it can shut people out that want to be there mm -hmm. so I had to learn balance and what I did was I would I would communicate and say like to the people around me like hey this is what's going on this is what I'm doing you know I'm okay but you know if I'm quiet if I'm not this if I'm not that you know why and then communicating that with them, they understood. And then I would say, okay, you know what? I feel like this today. Hey, guys, I'm not feeling myself today. Can we go to brunch? Mm -hmm. Can we go do da 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 da? Like, can we go somewhere? Like, I want to. I need to get out the house because I'm feeling like this, and I don't. I don't want to isolate myself right now. Yeah. Which that would be that would be my norm, right? So, and that. And then, like you said, you have to do that with people who are strong enough to handle that. Because, you know, sometimes people make it about them. Right. And it's like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't about you. It's not that moment. It's not about you. It's not, you know, it's not that. It's not this. Or, I, I honestly, what a lot of people deal with is they don't have anybody that they, they are forced to isolate themselves. They don't want to isolate themselves, but they don't have anybody that they could that they could reach out to mm -hmm. or anybody that they think cares. Mm -hmm. And I had that for a long time. That's kind of what, where the isolation started because I didn't have anybody. Gotcha. So now that I'm blessed to have people, I don't want to push them away. Mm -hmm. So I allow them to go through the process somewhat with me, but mm -hmm. you know, for the people who don't have somebody that they feel like that they can talk to or go to, that's difficult. Mm -hmm. And now you're forced to be alone and you don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had to learn how to be alone. Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to be alone because I didn't want to be alone when I was going through a lot of the stuff I was going through and people didn't think I was alone. Mm-hmm. They thought that I had people and I didn't. I was going through it alone. And I wanted people. I wanted somebody to discern and pick me up and say, what, 
what you got going on. I'm praying. You seem off, right? Something. Didn't have it. Yes. So, and that right there will make you go crazy because you're (laughs) thinking that you are the only person going through what you're going through because nobody, nobody will even ask you, are you okay? I'm like, y'all don't see me? So with that, that in itself is a whole negative emotion when, when you're feeling alone and abandoned. Agreed. And I had to teach myself to be okay with being okay. alone. Mm-hmm. Not, not, again, not easy. Not nah, easy. Nah. But I had to teach myself to be okay being alone. And that's where the prayer came in. And that's okay. where, where it was because it was like, okay. You're alone because you not that you want to be, but because you are. And while you're here, this can't break you. <laughs> you got to get some strength and, and and keep, you know, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. We can't stop right here. So, you know, it, it's it's difficult because that's that's where we find a lot of people, you know, going through. We wait until people commit suicide to say, check on your strong friends and Talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. You got people close to you <laughs> that you will never reach out to, or that you feel like, oh, they got it, they good. Mm-hmm. But when somebody famous is, and then all of a sudden everybody's like psychiatrist, right? <laughs> Look at the people that are close to you. <laughs> so I like the fact that, and this is this is what I've been able to gather from what it is that you're saying is to the importance of having a plan in place. And you don't have just one; you have several, right? You mm-hmm. understand what it is that you need to, you know, just be alone and it be you. You understand when you know what? Okay, this isn't working for right now. Let me reach out to somebody. Changing yeah. scenery is something that you've been able to do, and so, uh, but prayer. Come on, I, I I know that life. We well, we know that life, <laughs> so I can definitely um, understand that as well. So how has that ever, how has that affected your uh, your productivity? Right. Let's say you you have several projects or you know to to do or orders to get out. Mm-hmm. How has that ever? Right. I know you probably just like you know what? No, I got business to handle. Let me put throw that cap on and I'll worry uh-huh. about that later. Uh-uh. Go ahead. So how I did it all? What I what I used to do. Uh huh. Was shut everything down because I wasn't there. Yes. Um. When my son was having his open heart surgeries, and people were asking me to do cakes, I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said I'm not taking orders. I'm not taking orders right now. Um. I had deleted my business page at one point because it was just too like I I was. I thought I was okay, but I didn't want to interact with people. And I didn't have it in me to um, to produce products. So when you like you mentioned, like I that when I cook and when I bake is in love. I when I didn't feel like I had that good love, positive energy, I mm-hmm. could not produce. Mm-hmm. I could not produce. Like I mentally was just like I would try to, and it just I wasn't in it. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I was at this standstill. So what? What happened was that kept happening because life kept happening. Mm-hmm. And every time life happened and I felt like that, I stopped. And that's where I, I it was 2018 was the last time that that happened. And I said, every time something bad happened, you just going to stop mm-hmm. and wait till you feel good again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
how you never are going to get anywhere if you keep doing that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was, so I figured out this way. And this was, again, this was a lot. This was through a lot of prayer. I figured out a way to read, to take my negative energy and reshift it into something positive. Yes. Mm. So everything that I felt negative, everything that was stopping me and that was holding me back, I shifted it. And mm. I said, okay, yep, you don't feel like, you don't feel like baking. This is what you're trying to build something and you're never going to build if you do it like this. So this is how you feel. Take out your laptop. Stop. This is, I started re, I started a whole rebranding process. I started creating, creating marketing material. I started going, I mean, I started going at it when I didn't feel like it. Mm. And then it started to shift to where I did feel like it as I'm doing it, as I'm doing it now. And now instead of focusing on this, everything that I'm focused on, I'm like, yep, I, I, I got all, I got this date for this, this date for that. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I got this meeting. I got, because I, I started to not dwell on where I was at. That's I good. started to shift it. So it started off with me just saying my head, like, I, I'm, uh, I don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it to mm -hmm. getting control of my emotions and saying we can't let our emotions rule us for the rest of our life legit Let's yeah talk. legit because <laughs> they will if you allow them they will they, they will are. if you allow them i yeah. know that life i've had that life and that did not work out for little old me okay yeah i do you have a life mission my life, my life mission, if I, if it's like a really short one, it's, it's always going to be to, to help people, okay. um, to help and love on people. And it sounds, again, that sounds like super like, uh, Miss America. Because everything that I do is kind of based around that same thing. Everything that I do is based around that same thing. The, the projects that I have going on right now, the meetings that I just got out of not too long ago are all centered around those very things. It's helping people and loving on people. And I, I have figured out a way to take my business and be able to do just those things. So, and I, one of the bigger things is when it comes to helping people, I remember being in that place where I needed help and I didn't know who to go to, mm -hmm. right? When I needed help and I didn't have help. Mm -hmm. So because I've been there, that's one of my now focuses. Okay, who can I help? Because I remember how it was to not have help. And yes. not just on, um, you know, with my peers, but then it's even business wise. Okay. I remember how I was trying, trying to figure out how to start a business from scratch and didn't have the resources or the connections. So how can I help other business owners? I know how it is to one, one thing, um, that I, and I, I have this conversation often women, especially, and especially black women, they, have had this thing where they go through things and they are never transparent about them. Mm. They won't really tell their story mm -hmm. like that. They mm -hmm. tell it just enough so they can still look good. Mm -hmm. They tell it just enough so you won't look at them a certain way. Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of times it's not just for that reason, but because they sometimes haven't dealt with them, the things on the inside. Right. So you hear, I know like, you know, in, in the church, we often hear like, you know, you know, be, be strong and all these things. And you never really, you never really get the full, you know, how. Mm -hmm. Right, how to do it, right? What, what does that look like? What's yeah, that you just kind of get told to do it and you don't really know what that looks like. So yeah. one of my biggest, like my biggest journeys were to be so transparent that I can reach back and help my sister that's going through those same things that I know I went through and say, I I get it, and not just I get it and be strong, but here's my ugly story. Yeah, here's good. my transparency. Here is that's good. Here, here is the stuff that you know people don't normally want you to know. Yes. But I'm gonna tell you. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna tell you because I want you to know that it ain't just you. Because mm -hmm. I felt like it was just me for mm -hmm. <laughs> a long time. I thought it was just me. Like, huh? It's me. I got a problem. I'm tripping. I, I need. And come to find out, people didn't have the same kind of, but they mm -hmm. just won't talk about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I'm gonna go. Two days. First of all, she's not lying. <laughs> she she is not lying. I remember I used to hate the phrase the phrasing of find your tribe, find your tribe. And I'm like, these folks over here. But, but I ended up later on finding a piece of truth about finding your tribe, right? You're not only finding the the similarities of your story, of your journey, and then being able to benefit. Uh, from it from others with sharing mm -hmm. right but now let's use it use you using the business side of it right she said she likes to reach back right there's things that she didn't know or she didn't understand about business on when she began her her journey so she came up with a solution a few weeks ago was it um a few weeks yeah, ago the, last the, month the, we're in February, very, now. very end of december uh-huh so the year Mm -hmm. She got together with a group of her entrepreneur friends, right? And I ended up being one of them, right? And they put together a whole live where you, you know what? Ask the questions. And the, the, they may have also been starting, but they've been in it a little bit more, right? So everyone was able to kind of just share, okay, what are your needs, right? What is it um, that, how, ask those questions, right? And I'm, she can name drop if she if she would like. I'm not big into name dropping, but w there were some heavy hitters on that call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. they shared with us in full transparency. And it was such a great, everybody like to throw out the word vibe these days. It was mm -hmm. a great vibe, mm -hmm. right? It was um, positive feels, but we left, we were able to walk away with knowledge, right? And then not only don't walk away with just the knowledge, but you know what? Link with somebody else who you did find out about. So now, right, my mindset has changed. And going into the new year, it was perfect, right? Because I needed to know more about business and understanding business lingo. And okay, what questions to ask when you're in such and such, you know, position. And it's like, again, the I'm not alone. I'm glad that we all on this call. And it was amazing. It was, it, it was amazing. And I'm still benefiting from that. And um, that call gave me the mindset. So you know what? Just do it, right? Go ahead and launch it. You ne you never know the, uh, the outpour. And another side of that, 2016, 2016, um, there, Milwaukee had a riot, right? Um, in the Sherman Park area. 
before we had the Sherman Phoenix and all of that, right? And I remember telling my best friend, I'm like, hey, we should go out there and help. I don't know if I ever told you this story. Mm-hmm. But I was like, we should go out there and help. She was like, you do what, Jack? Like, what, what are you going to do? I don't know. Give out hugs. <laughs> it's all I said, right? And she's like, I don't know, best friend. I said, okay, fine. I didn't want to go out there by myself, right? So we didn't go. But she ended up, my best friend, who said no, ended up driving through that area because her mom lived in that area. Mm-hmm. And she called me right away. She was like, Jay, I'm sorry. I was like, what are you apologizing for? She said, because you said that you wanted to go out and help, you know, and just give out hugs and whatever it was. And I seen somebody doing it. <laughs> they had cupcakes and hug signs outside at the time to be shit. I knew of her, but I didn't know her. Right. Just yet. And I was like, mm, well, I thank the Lord for putting it in your face. <laughs> but that following, I think that following year, I had the opportunity to go out and be one of the ones to be volunteer with Big Dreams Creations to do yeah. the Cupcakes and Hugs event. And I had a blast. <laughs> it's a, I had a, blast. It's a fun event. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what made you um, decide to go out and do it? Like, how did you gather yeah. your people and organize it? Okay. So that um, that whole, like, unrest thing, I think that was something that we hadn't seen before um, in, the, in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very it national news, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it definitely made mm-hmm. national news. And it was just really, the whole ordeal was really sad to see. And I always kind of say I'm kind of like a modern-day hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who have seen the movie Trolls, I often compare myself to the character Princess Poppy because mm-hmm. Princess Poppy thinks that life is about singing, dancing, and giving hugs all the time. And everybody should just be content with that. Everybody should just be like, just sing, dance, and hug. And then she has a friend that's like, hey, it's bad people out here, and we need to watch our back. And she's like, no, we don't. We just need to hug everybody and sing and dance. And he'd be like, dude, no, I'm trying to tell you. And Princess Poppy just be like, no. And that's me. Like, I'd be like, no, everybody loves everybody. Everybody. Yes. Everybody, come on, just give me a hug. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, so I'm, so I have I've often like put myself in that kind of comparison because I'd be like, man, sometimes I need to open, be a little bit more vigilant because life needs to. <laughs> uh, so, um, so this particular day, I was actually at work and I, I, at this time, I, where I worked wasn't too far from where okay. these uh, events were transpiring. It was like okay. just a few blocks. And um, when it was really like hurting my heart to see like the coverage that I was seeing on the news. And I had, I think the night before, like we had driven through there. And I mean, it was, it was bad. Like if you didn't see it for your own eyes, it was really, it was really, it was really sad. It was bad. Like, you know, stuff, they were burning down stuff. So it was on fire. It was one, at one point, I think the day before I went down there, there was like groups of people on opposite corners, literally yelling back and forth because you had a group over here that was praying and a group over here yelling at the group praying because why are you out here praying? We don't need that. Like it was like it was bad. So and through all of that, I said, somebody, I just want to go like give everybody a hug. Like I just want like we should go pass out cupcakes and just give everybody a hug. And I sat there, I'm at work, 
And I was like, and it wouldn't leave me. And I was like, hey, can I go? Because I think I'm going to go and do it. And mm-hmm. I had like some other people that were like some of my coworkers like, oh, you know, we want to help too. And they were like, you know, we should go buy cupcakes. And I was like, no, because the way it was given to me, I needed to go make the cupcakes. So I literally went home and baked 75 cupcakes as quickly as I could. That was wow. And I went and I got signs and I had my mom and my sons and I think a couple I put on I think I put on Facebook that what I was getting ready to do and people were like at first everybody was like huh and then everybody was like yeah and, <laughs> okay come come down here and help. but I'm getting ready to go and do it like I didn't yes. even I didn't I didn't wait for people and um so we did just I went literally right smack dab on the corner of Sherman Boulevard and Burleigh right across the street from the gas station that just had got burned down. It is K and I was scared because I thought people were gonna come and start cussing me out and saying, Why are you over here? and all of this stuff. And when I the response that we got was so overwhelming, I did not expect it. When I say everybody was receptive of it from the police officers to the neighborhood people like everybody i thought i was gonna get some sort of back i thought it was gonna be like girl get from over here we don't want this nobody want no hugs nobody want no cupcakes and it was totally opposite from that it It was needed it was was so needed (laughs) i remember (laughs) so i just i mean this so we have now basically entered Black History Month. And so for us, this is definitely part of uh, one of the biggest moments from, and you know, just in my life, in our lives, or mm-hmm. I don't know for you, but for sure, it contributes to our history is all I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. And so I remember um, it was like a, a week, a week and a half or so, a couple of days before that had transpired. I remember having a dream. And in this dream, there were pop-up fires, mm-hmm. pop-up fires. And I came home and I was watching TV and I seen the news and I was like, what is this? And I started looking to see because it was, again, national was on CNN. It was on all of our local local news channels. And I was like, oh, my God. And I remember feeling the impact. Every time I changed the channel or seen it, I could feel the impact. I'm like, let me let me go. All I can remember was the seeing the fires of the dream. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was a, and I understood spiritually spiritually that that was a a, a warning dream right of course we got up and prayed for it and all of that but i was so grateful i'm just bringing it back to the happy moments that i was able to i was like somebody out there like me (laughs) it was a horrible moment a horrible moment for uh you know our city but that was needed then we were able to look forward to you know cupcakes and hugs um the the years following right Mm -hmm. um so not necessarily memorialize it but to remember how much love is needed and then just something that is so small had a great and has a great impact on our city and i am certain there are many people who remember you and your family and your sons for doing that so Thank mm-hmm. you, because I never got to say thank you for that. Yeah. Again, I never even shared the story with you. Yeah, no, I never knew any of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, to know, I, I hear my friend's voice and saying, it takes a special person to have that type of heart, right? To be mm-hmm. so compassionate, not only in delivery of speech, right? But to act upon it. And you, my dear, are, you're, you're a real life executionist. 
Aww. you are. You you really are. Woo! So if you take <laughs> nothing from that, that for me is who you are. It's like, you know what? It's so we're gonna work it out, we're gonna plan it, we're gonna put the razzle dazzle on it, as she says. <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna create these moments. Yeah. And whatever we do. So you your your impact is one of love and one of compassion, one of joy. Uh, you your impact is of strength. It is of sharing, it's one of integrity. Um it is not a victim mindset at all. It is you carry uh, celebration when I see you, uh, when I hear you come and I'm like, where's she at? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate every hug because truly, if you know my hugs, it's like hugging Tamisha too. Like we <laughs> hug for real. Like you don't get all this muscle. <laughs> I love hugs. Yeah. And when we couldn't hug because of the pandemic, we really felt oh, those effects. Right? But I, ap- <laughs> I appreciate you. And so, like you said, we uh, so many people wait until someone has passed on, or mm-hmm. you know, and are, are no longer here, or maybe they've had a bad falling out to yeah. celebrate them. So I'm like, let me give you those flowers now. Right, let me give you more than five. Let me give you the hug, the love, the smile, and hear my voice, the excitement. I want to share in this moment with you. So, thank you, thank Thank you, you, thank you, thank you. And y'all, for real, I'm not playing about them cupcakes. Y'all better hit her up (laughs) cupcakes, cakes, wedding cakes. All of that for um, oh my goodness, for the collaborations, Mm -hmm. right. For considering me a sister friend, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Always. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I, I can't say it enough. Um, the corny jokes we sharing those. Okay, we look forward to those. It's been a while. I ain't came across. I, love it. Well. So, yeah, I, I posted one the other day. I posted one the other day. You know, okay, I gotta go find it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she she mirrors me. I don't be. I don't put me out there, but I'm glad you do because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love I love Absolutely. Absolutely. I love Always it. finding a way to bring joy and love. Yeah. So I celebrate you for that. I and appreciate I thank it. you. And I thank you for not just doing it for, you know, the for the people that you know, but I thank you for doing it especially for your sons. Right? Um I have from a distance watched you whether you are you may have very much so done it intentionally, right? But yes, we are it's, it's still just replaying. We are in this moment, but this moment is not you. So I'm going to expose you to these these events so that you know how to maneuver, you know how to move, but you also know how to show up and be there. Mm-hmm. You are one who shows up. And again, I appreciate that. <laughs> as as simple as it is I'm like we don't have to see each other every day we don't have to talk and text mm-hmm. I appreciate you for showing up for the community for your family for your your friends but I thank you because in this conversation as well you themed show up for yourself mm-hmm. if you don't have the capacity to do it it's okay not to so, creator, that's what I'm, we're saying to you. If you don't have the capacity to do it, it's okay to put it down just for a little bit, for a little while. And when you're ready again, you've gotten your strength back. You feel that you're in the mode, in the mood to go ahead and do. 
do it and execute it well to the best of your ability. Balance. Uh, balance. balance. I talk yeah. about balance a lot, a lot. That's something that um, a lot of times people struggle with. They don't know how to balance out all the things. I say all the time, all the time, like, you know, even especially if you're like when you're a professional, you know, you got meetings and you got, and you know, you're career driven and you got all of this stuff that you got going on. It's okay to have fun still. It's okay yes. to laugh and, and do all that. It doesn't make you unprofessional because right. it doesn't make you not saved or not because you want to have fun and do like, right. like balance, balance it all. I have a lot of stuff on my plate, so I have to know how to mm -hmm. balance everything out or I'm going really, like, to go crazy. You don't I'm, I told, I told it's, a lot. it's a lot. So I, I said, I, I'll start glitching. You don't want me to start I'm, glitching. I'm telling you when I, <laughs> and when I'm not balanced, I'll be like, all right, I got something got to give right now because I ain't functioning yeah. right. So, yes. you know, so balance yes. is so important. It's it so important. It's important to like to really just know that you are a human being mm -hmm. and that you are gonna have human being feelings and functions and all of that, but to know how to function well as a human being, not you don't have to take stuff lying down. Yes, um, you can stuff is gonna because stuff is gonna happen and we can't stop it. We can't just stop it. We can't pre-plan all of the things that are going to happen. We can't get, we can't get, you can't get away from it. I, you could have never told me that my second born was going to be born with a heart condition. I was going to have to go to four open heart surgeries with him. Mm. That could, that I, I never was prepared for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I didn't know that was going to happen. You. You when cannot. he got a heart infection back in October, mm. I was not prepared for that. I didn't. He mm -hmm. got an infection in his heart. Like, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. And I and I, I could have just stayed right there. I'm not prepared for this. This is happening. This is horrible. This is bad. And I couldn't stay there. Yes. I couldn't stay there. I cried. I cried. Yeah. <laughs> rightfully so. And rightfully so. <laughs> And I and, and I and I felt it, and I had people trying to tell me little, and I said that is not that mm -hmm. I'm not gonna grow from doing it the way you're trying to tell me to do it. Like mm -hmm. that, I'm not gonna act like I'm not human and not cry. Right, y'all like, know Please I love him, but, but I'm getting ready to cry right now. Okay, go ahead, tissue or leave me alone. <laughs> I feel that. I feel okay. that. That you that, that somehow your faith is altered, like no, right? No. No, <laughs> let okay. me get this ugly cry because you're yeah. about to get the, the thick snot drool. Come on through. I'm gonna give y'all a real ugly visual That's to take easy. away, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I we're we're wrapping it up. I want um and I'm going to end it with uh these two things. I want you, this is kind of like a, what I consider to be a uh, a legacy moment. <clears throat> so make your mark. What would you say to to younger you? What would you say to younger you? What would I say to younger me? I actually think about this quite often. Um, mm -hmm. I would tell younger me to take my time. Mm -hmm. I, I and I, and I say that because I feel like younger me 
was in such a rush to be grown. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was in such okay. a rush to have responsibilities. And I was putting, I was putting, I was, I had to adult very quickly. And it forced me to learn a lot of hard lessons very quickly. Okay. okay. So I would tell myself to slow down a little bit. Okay. Slow down and take, take time to learn. Take time to learn. Okay. Not be forced to learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't be forced to learn. Sometimes you get put in these positions where you don't have no other choice but to learn because you're here now. That was honestly what a lot of my my younger years were. Just like, okay, I, I'm here now, so I got I better figure it out. Mm. And um, okay. and I I where I, I should have slowed down a little bit and enjoyed my youth okay. okay and not in a not in a go to the club party type way but in a taking your time enjoy it enjoy it and, and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. to learn and to mm -hmm. and to get you know everything that you need to get uh, out of out of life and um i don't though i don't have any regrets I can say that out of everything I've been through, I don't have any regrets. Yes. Um, I, they actually have molded me to be how I am and who I am today. So I don't have any regrets, but I did. I felt like I, I moved a little fast. <laughs> I understand. I respect that. Thank you. And now the second thing I want you to do is to, and the, the last thing is to encourage another creator. Sure. Um, so dear creator, um and and what and everything that that you desire to be and that you want to be um take your time to allow yourself to be that and and what i mean by that is don't don't look at everybody else and what everybody else is doing and think that you need to hurry up and get to a certain place and um, that you need to be so down on yourself because you're not there. And um, being a creator is a very tedious thing. It doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. Our thoughts are very different. We process very differently. So allow yourself to be that person. Allow yourself to organically create. Mm -hmm. um, because the be the best creations come from those places that are organic and not forced. They're natural. So if you know that you are everything you do is based around your creation, you can't manufacture that. It's got to come organically. And if you're not in the right mindset, and if you are um, you're forcing yourself to rush that process, you're gonna come out with a product that isn't that good. Okay. So. So take your time to allow yourself to organically create the things that you know you want to create so that you can truly be successful. That is beautiful. I like that. Thank you so, so much ah, for this interview. I am mad grateful. <laughs> Again, accepted the invitation. It of course. Of course. Beautiful. This kind of, I couldn't pay for this. I'm grateful. <laughs> of course. Of course. My pleasure. Thank you. So I'm going to leave it all. I'm going to sign off each time with this, you guys. What the scripture states, uh, Matthew 25 and 14. To one, he gave five talents. To another, 
two and to another one each according to his own ability and then he went on his journey so creator you heard what she said <laughs> take your time so that you can organically um develop all right as always keep praying keep pressing and stand tall